Are you working now? Yeah, hooray. I'm Alexis. And I'm Haley. <laughs> this is Hysterical History, where our microphone works the third or fourth time. Maybe. Sometimes. For no reason. The whole it time, though, used to do this. might stop halfway through. It might know? just, just decide to do something different. I just never know. We'll just keep hoping and wishing and praying. Today, we're going to talk more about that nasty little boy. A little rat man. The boy Jones. <laughs> the boy Jones. But he becomes the man Jones. Uh, but we're still going to call him boy because that's what he'd be acting like. And we know some of you have been missing... Uh, saying boy a lot. <laughs> so here you go. This is boy parentheses derogatory, Th- though. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is boyapalooza right here. Boyapalooza. So we're still, I'm still reading Queen Victoria and the Stalker, The Boy Jones by Jan Bonderson. And uh, when we left off, um, Jones was caught in the palace for, I believe, the third time. Uh, and... Somebody was like, Jones, is that you? In the hallway, like they're friends. <laughs> is that the boy Jones? Again. And Again. he just goes, yeah, it's me. <laughs> Come on. Why? Like, this is like sitcom acting. What are we doing what right you, now? If you get caught doing a crime three times, you should, um, you get something taken away. Yeah. You know? Then I just like, is that you again, you little rascal? Uh, I know it, it differs for country and region. but <laughs> And time, period. Uh, like, if you drunk drive three times, they're like, you're not allowed to drive ever again. Ever again. Ever again. Any state. No driving. No driving for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you trespass in Queen Victoria's personal chambers... Three times. Three times they're like, is that you? Oh, silly boy. You little, you boy rascal. So to remind you, the first time he went in, he was covered in soot and grease, and he'd be thieving. He was just snatching stuff up, (laughs) rolling around in people's rooms. If only he had stuck to thieving. The second time, he creeps into the queen's dressing chambers and could hear Princess uh, Vicky baby crying in her room. Mm, Hate that. No. No. Bad. Mm. This time, he was in the hallway eating cold meat and potatoes. (laughs) And so... (laughs) They locked him in a cell, and they charged him with being found concealed in the Buckingham Palace for an unlawful purpose. Snacking. So I suppose if it was a lawful purpose or not an unlawful purpose, it's fine to hide in the palace. But if you're doing it for crime, no, no. Does trespassing not exist? Apparently, I read later that they said, um, I don't remember the phrasing exactly, but technically no. That unless you're trespassing to commit a crime, it in of itself is not a crime. Interesting. Which I was like, send me back, baby. I want to bring it to a lot of places and be like, I'm not crime. What crime? I'm just walking in here. You're just hanging out. <laughs> but also, I'm like, hey, I feel like when I played Assassin's Creed Syndicate, I would go into places and they would get mad. Yeah. So, like, explain that to me, historians in charge of Assassin's Creed. I have, like, a... Why am I getting in trouble? A giant axe in my hands just wandering around But I'm not... House. I'm just trespassing, which is not illegal. <laughs> it's so sinister. <laughs> just sort out, I'm not committing crimes. I'm just in here with you. At best, it's a tort. <laughs> if they even have torts right now. If which they, they have. Sh- they probably do. They should. The they word, should. Even the word tort sounds very, like, oh, you did a Victorian thing. <laughs> it's true. You used a tort, isn't <laughs> Or it sounds like a nice snack. Like a a cute little snack for for time. (laughs) But yeah, apparently that in and of itself is not a crime. So they charged him with being found concealed (laughs) in Buckingham Palace for an unlawful purpose. Okay. And then he tells police um, that he doesn't 
want to be in there to do anything unlawful. He just wants to spy on the queen and the prince and uh, the, like, court people and to write a book about it, to make money. So it's not crime. You can't charge me with crime. Interesting. (laughs) He's like public figures. So, hmm. Which, like, if they said yes to that, every journalist would be in the palace all the time just listening to them. So, no. No. Can't be allowed. He he actually said, I just want to be a weird kink man and watch them in their private time. Well, he says he wants to write a book about, like, (laughs) conversations. Write my weird fanfic about it. I hate it. Um, He tells him that this time he went into the room where they keep their precious jewels. (laughs) Which I'm like, just steal some jewels. Why... Writing books. What are you doing? Boring. <laughs> Steal their jewels. <laughs> uh, and he also says he caught a man whistling while lighting a fire in the palace. And then another man told him, uh, you know that's against the rules, whistling. Mm. Um, which I was like, if I was the queen with my level of sound anxiety, it's the same. <laughs> you would not be allowed to whistle. It would be a draconian <laughs> England if you were queen. It's so true. Especially that sounds, and especially with so many people who are in the palace. <laughs> yeah. like, I wouldn't even live in the palace. I would live in the, like, separate back house area, mm-hmm, yeah. and, like, nobody would be allowed in there. Like underground. Yeah. Like, we had... Um, yeah, we're moving to an underground bunker. I didn't know if I told everybody. <laughs> the... Like, groundskeeper people who come around and, like, do the lawns. And it's so loud. I'm like, yeah, they would all be executed. Yep, got to (laughs) go. Well, I just wouldn't hire them. Mm -hmm. I just let the grass grow ugly, and I'd just be like, too bad. I'd be like, you have to cut it with scissors. (laughs) When they try to depose you, they just have lawnmowers. That's their protest as they mow the lawn. (laughs) Yeah. And I just get really mad. So instead of having a trial again, his first time he had a trial, and Mm -hmm. he got acquitted. The second time he went to Privy Council, which is basically like going to the cabinet of the country <laughs> for them to punish you. Well, yeah, uh, sure. So that happens again. Mm-hmm. Goes to Privy Council again. Um, but it's very secret this time. The press don't know where he is or what's going on. Yeah. Because they're asking, um, but uh, not being told. And it's very, like, police statey. <laughs> so you're like, well, that's... Fun if you made it us. illegal the first time, you wouldn't need to be like this. Uh, but, you know, go off, I guess. <laughs> what you got to do? You know, put the fear of the empire in him. You know, right in him. Just stuff it right in his You know what? You are a dictator. It. You're allowed. <laughs> You're allowed, queen. <laughs> go off. Yes, queen slay, you know? <laughs> yes, queen um, So, sergeant either Glover or Clover, they change it every single time. So, I'm just going to call him sergeant. It'd be like uh, that. Yeah. He's the only one. One who testifies at all is the guy who found him. And then uh, third time's a charm, I guess, because suddenly the Department of Woods and Forests is like, should we lock the doors <laughs> and, like, maybe bar the basement windows? Hmm. Hmm. Novel concept. Should we be locking the doors? Should we lock the doors at night? Because, like, maybe he's getting in through the doors. Is he just walking in? You think it's possible? I mean, he, like, he was all covered in soot. I just assumed it was a chimney thing. But it's like... Could be the doors. What if he just walked in? Yikes. Hmm. And then the war office mm. appoints more sentries to the palace because we're at war with this child. <laughs> boy Jones. Said it's it again. England versus the Boy Jones. My favorite war. If we can't have wars against France anymore. We need to have wars <laughs> against someone. The war of Boy Jones. Mm-hmm. My favorite war. Um, there's a group of people who are pro Jones. 
Okay, they're pro, pro the boy. They're Johnson. Okay. Uh, yes, for the boy. And they are like, ah, who is he hurting though? You know, <laughs> what man has not wished? <laughs> also, Queen Vicky should appreciate that this guy uh-huh. is breaking in instead of someone who actually wants to kill her. It's a compliment. <laughs> Which I'm like, smile yikes. more. What? Right. And it's like, also. Uh, you think I would think that these people are like, yeah, I hate her too, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're like anti-establishment. Yeah. But it more sounds like, what's he hurting? And I'm like, um, excuse me. Also, you're going to prison. St- yeah, stalkers <laughs> never kill their targets. Nope, not everyone one else, time. Everyone who wants to break into the queen's bedroom, raise your hand. Everyone who's in support of this boy, sneak it into the palace, raise your hand. All right? Gather them up. <laughs> you're all going to prison. <laughs> you're all going to Australia. Get out of here. How are you and I more <laughs> Draconian <laughs> than Victorian England. I don't know. Come on, dude. Um, Auntie Jones people, or Auntie Boy, <laughs> as I like to call them, yeah. are like, why is he getting three month penalties? He should be flogged in the street. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fair. yeah. Fair. Um, and, and yeah, oh, it's called simple trespassing. <laughs> sure. That's not Sim- a crime. Simple. Simply trespassing. It's, it's oh. a simple trespass. <laughs> it's not a complicated one. I'm not here to commit other crimes. Okay. And I'm just like, what? The defense rests. The Victorians are like, you can just walk into my house. That's fine. Smile more. There's no way. And people are like, maybe the Duke of Cumberland wants to steal the baby Prince Vicky and is employing the boy. They write this in the newspapers. I mean, that's... That's maybe not that specifically, <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. I'm surprised more foreign leaders aren't trying to pay people to break into, like, royal palaces sure. and eavesdrop. Although it's a lot simpler just to pay off, like, a butler. <laughs> yeah, like someone who's already there. <laughs> yeah. Or just, like, send your own courtier mm-hmm. to be like, listen to them. Spy on them. This is me personally. It sounds like... <laughs> He really, truly is just doing it for the fun. For the lulls. This is well, a... Well, it's not like do it for profit, is <laughs> yeah. what he says. Personal. This is a personal journey for yeah. him. Uh, well, and people are like, why would you pick this random urchin child? Like you said, like, pick a butler, pick, pick mm-hmm. send a courtier, somebody who has, who's allowed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Any employee, bribe them. Um, but I love the concept of, like, Oliver, but with, like, kidnapping royal babies. That's <laughs> yeah. fun. That's fun. I like that. May I have Somebody another? Somebody write it. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I want Dickens some more. would have never. Never before has a boy wanted more. <laughs> more babies. <laughs> more babies. Steal. More lies. More <laughs> secrets. <laughs> the Age newspaper essentially writes a fanfic letter Ooh. from Lord Melbourne, who is the current um, prime minister, to Prince Albert being like, don't worry, it's cool, we're cool. They say they got this, like they intercepted this letter, but Mm -hmm. it's like, it's nonsense sounding. And it's also got stuff written in it, like a a joke about Melbourne's own wife. (laughs) Yeah. So they're like, this is fake. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just doing this for like the meme. Yeah, it's political Which like, you gotta love the media informing people of true events happening (laughs) all around them. Because in no way is this presented as a joke. Right, right. It's like, we got this letter, oh my gosh. It's kind of like, it, like come on. it makes me think of the onion. Like it's delivered yeah. straight, but it's clearly a joke. But people know, yeah. And the mm-hmm. whole paper is a joke. This is yeah. a this is a real paper, real with real paper. news that just printed a satire and was like, "We got a letter. It's real." Wink. And it's like, come on, <laughs> don't be like this. Uh, also, in that letter, they call him Tom Jones. Oh. His name is Edward. <laughs> 
is it? So I don't know if the meme was like Lord Melbourne doesn't know his name, yeah, or if it's like they didn't know his name and mm-hmm. so they just wrote it wrong, or maybe that's like how they're like, but it's a joke. See, we even put the wrong name if they get sued. Right. I don't know. It's a it's a fictitious legally separate. Yeah. Entity. We didn't even put the right name. Like mm-hmm. clearly, it was a joke. If people didn't get it, they're just stupid. <laughs> In contrast, in the Weekly Chronicle, a journalist published an extensive article about the boy claiming he dropped out of school at 12 because he was too intelligent and got bored, and he wanted to be an architect. Okay. Which appears to be true. And then what happened? You know, apparently he's, like, too smart for labor work. He gets Mm. bored. And so then he was like, I'll just sneak into the palace and I'll write some stuff because he likes writing. And did he write anything? Uh, his dad says that he'd write, like, a lot and, like, edit for, like, hours, but he'd never read any of it because he'd always throw it in the fire because it wasn't, like, good enough. So Same. I guess so. Same. That's, Mood. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, okay. That rings that, extremely that sounds, true. That sounds like a writer for sure. <laughs> Whenever anyone's like, can I read it? Like, no. And you throw it away <laughs> as soon as you can. Get out of here. Go away. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, so okay, probably so he is a writer. He's definitely a writer. We agree. Yeah, <laughs> and there's no reason for his dad to know that's what writers do. His yeah. dad's poor and a laborer. <laughs> why, like, why would you write things and then destroy them? Yeah. Well, and he because I think he gets asked by journalists like, "Are they good?" And he's like, "I don't know. He doesn't let me read them. Won't let me read them." And it's like nuts. And, and I'm sure the journalist was like, "Oh, he's a writer. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's what they do. He's not being paid clearly, but he is a writer." Uh, I have a quote that says uh, from that article: "He was born in a sphere far below what he considered his rightful rank in the scale of humanity." Oh, and yeah. I'm like, which sounds like every assassin I have ever heard of talk. <laughs> I mean, just kind of everyone. Uh, I mean, every poor guy every, who's like, yeah. I should be king. And you're just like, yikes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Like, I I get it. Listen. Sure. We're not fans of the empire here. No. Poverty was a huge problem at the time. Obviously. Extremely bad. Yes. Um, I think even now there's kind of a culture in England of, like, you stay at your level. Sure. Uh, which isn't super cool. Compared to, like, American dream, upward mobility right. kind of thing. Where Even though that's fake, but that's, that's, the, that's the ideal. Like, no one will, um, like, talk bad of you for trying. No. And they expect you to. And they expect you to. Uh, so, like, I kind of get it. Like, sure. I, I don't want to be this. I want something else. But this sounds exactly like what you told me about for Booth. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. he's just like, I deserve better than this. And he was rich and like the son of a famous actor. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I deserve better than this. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah, it's like uh, you you can like go out and like try to find your fortune. Yep. But then there's people who are like, but I deserve better. Yeah. Like, I've been stolen from. <laughs> Which is ridiculous, especially being, like, a white dude. Like, be quiet. Um, but uh, my advice for this was I was like, sure, you can be a brilliant and poor person, but then, like, be like Tesla and work hard and be smart and get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Don't just sit around and being lazy and then being like, but I deserve better than this. Or, like, I don't— You have to do something. I want to see some evidence of him, like, trying to sell his works— he doesn't. Yeah. Which then, like, what? I mean, I can't feel bad for you <laughs> for being like, I deserve better, but I don't do anything. And and you just got you got too close. Get out of the baby's and room. And also, you're creeping it's, it's, so hard. It's a little creepy. Stop being such a criminal. Like, <laughs> it's uh, just 
Do you know you ought to be an architect? Build something. Gosh. So um, now I will hide in the wild. No, I will be a creepy little weird child. <laughs> Greasy child. And uh, he also refers to his father's uh, house as a hovel, which mm. it probably is, but yeah. like rude. Um, and I don't know necessarily if that's the kid doing it, I guess. I assume so. But also for the whole book, Jan calls it a hovel, which I think is rude. <laughs> He's like, listen, I'm just. He's like, listen, his house is trash. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to know. It was very, I went there, very gross. And it's just like, I I hate this referral to it. It's like, clearly he doesn't like his dad, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But like, his dad like borrowed money from his neighbors to help him get him through his court case. Yeah. And he still owes that money when they have no money. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, your dad seems pretty cool. Like, I understand yeah. nobody likes their dad <laughs> growing up usually, especially boys. Mm-hmm. But like... Your dad seems nice and, like, he cares about you. Yeah. And is just trying to survive and you're not helping. He could have surrendered you to the system. 100%. And, uh... He didn't. He didn't? That's pretty nice. And he continues to, like, fight for him through everything that he does. Mm -hmm. Even when you're being a terrible child. I would just let you go. (laughs) If I'm this poor in Victorian Uh, England and this kid keeps acting up and I have six other kids. Yeah. Bye. I have spares. That one's done. We're done with that one. Goodbye. Go to Australia. Get out of my life. (laughs) You know what? Go to Australia. (laughs) Prison Island. Get out of here. The boy wants to invest in new ink. uh, Like, invent some new ink, I should say. Sure. And so he's investing his money into that and into a steel pen because he thinks that's where all the money is going to be, which I'm like... Okay. Uh, it obviously doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, and then, then's when he's like, I'll break into the palace. <laughs> well, I guess I should just break into the palace. Which, like, I was just like, imagine a woman being like this. Like, I'm going to invest in all my dreams, not work at all, though, at all, ever. And then, you know what I'll do? I'll start committing crime. Well, I guess my plan B would be to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's like what's basically happening. He's well, like, I'm gonna break into the White House. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna creep in the walls. I'm gonna spy on him. And I'm like, dude, whoa! Uh, you, sh- you shouldn't have put it in that frame of reference because I'm like, that's kind of hot. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool though. <laughs> but I'm gonna stand over <laughs> Jill Biden's bed and just look at her, just stare at her. No, no, no. Maybe don't leave her. She's a doctor. She's had enough. <laughs> She's had enough. She she had to spend so much time in school. Leave her alone. But yeah, that's your plan B. Break into the <laughs> plan B. Break, break into the palace. Break into Buckingham Palace. And it like works, I guess, in like that he can do it. But yeah. like he, also this is another thing where it's like he can do it, but like he isn't successful still at what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Because he's trying to write a book and he keeps getting caught. And I don't think he's writing anything down. So Gosh. that I'm like, what are you doing? I feel bad because <laughs> I shouldn't uh, feel for him as much as I do. I'm like, oh, yeah, you tried, and then you tried to write, and then you couldn't write. Ah, feel you. (laughs) Yep. I feel you. Yeah. But also committing crimes and being (laughs) terrible to everyone. That's my problem. I just haven't committed enough crimes. (laughs) I promise you it does not work for him. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so he gets sent to prison again because of breaking into the palace Mm -hmm. for another three months. Ooh, big punishment. Three months. Three months. And his punishment is running on a treadmill, which is hilarious to me because that's uh, where we get treadmills is they were actually used by prisoners as a punishment. And now it's just exercise. 
And I have a treadmill downstairs that I bought like months ago mm-hmm. and then didn't put together because I decided there wasn't enough space in our house to put it anywhere. So now it's just sitting down there. The point of it was for quarantine, like to be able to walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just decided not to, I guess. And uh, I bought that for like exercise and they're doing it for crime. Is it is it hooked <laughs> up to anything? Is Presumably it, it's powering something. Because uh, I, I laugh a lot about um, children underground Making the big wheels turn. No, literally, I think. Um, that's true. Yeah. Although it's kind of funny when you think about criminals getting out of prison and their calves are just like... <laughs> Swole. Cut. You're just making it so easy for them to run away. Right. You shouldn't do that. So you make <laughs> your prisoners even stronger, better, faster, <laughs> and then you let them go? Except they're starving them, so not really. Mm, they're not true. eating a lot, and they're doing a lot of exercise. I have a quote... <laughs> That's so ridiculous to me. So he's on the treadmills. He's basically starving. He gets out. He's like a little skeleton boy. And then they're like, well, you're back. Um, you know, and like not too different looking than the other starving children on the street. So, yeah. you know, the fact that you had weight to lose is uh, impressive. I de- he was eating all those potatoes. He was. He kept palace. breaking in and eating stuff. Uh, he's eating like a queen. Uh, but I have a quote that's about when he gets out, uh, especially this time, he's very uh, notorious. Mm-hmm. Everyone's paying a lot of attention to him. Like every time something happens, they just pay more and more attention to him. Sure. But he doesn't seem to like it. So like on the street, people are like pointing him out and being like, that's where I broke in the palace. And he's like, let me alone. Yeah. And then journalists keep being like, talk to me. And he's like, I don't want to talk to anyone. And just uh, uh, terrible. He If he could harness that. Monetarily, yeah. mm, what a shame. Uh, but he won't. Yeah. Um, and, like, police are also following him around. So there's that. That's less fun. <laughs> yeah. Especially because, like, he's not doing anything. And they're so— He's just, like, going home, and they just follow him home. They're so incompetent, though. He just has a police escort everywhere he goes. Honestly, it's the only way they could do any real detective work is by following someone and watching them do things. It's true. I have a quote from Jan that says, just like Lord Byron, the boy Jones. <laughs> just like Byron. The boy Jones had woken up one day to find himself famous. They're exactly the same. Toe to tip, <laughs> just like Byron. You know what? Byron is the boy Jones, if you didn't know. He becomes a great author. Yeah. <laughs> and a lord. And a lord. But like I said, he dislikes it, which is fair because they're creeping on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get it. But at the same time, yeah, it's like I have a problem with him being so lazy and then also not being like cashing in on a situation when he has yeah. no money. It's like just do it. Like make him Come pay uh, to interview you and then do all the interviews. Yeah. But like every time someone tries to talk to him, he's just like the most annoying person in the world. He like won't answer their questions. He's just rude. And then no one wants to talk to him. And I'm like, dude, you could be making so much money for doing nothing. Right. If you just talk to them and stop being a little butthead. I mean, <laughs> you already you could write a book about breaking into the palace three times. Yes. Um and people are writing songs about him and plays and stuff. Uh, I have a quote from a song called The Boy What Visits the Palace. <laughs> W-O-T. What? Boy What Visits, what visits the Palace. Oh, God. Uh, he is a fool and dull in look, mm. and yet he wants to write a book. But why at this should wonder be there's greater fools wrote books than he? <laughs> True. Facts. True. Facts. So, like, yeah, write your freaking book. Like, it doesn't have to be, because he, for some reason in his mind, it's like, it has to be juicy political gossip. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just write about how you broke in. Right. People will love that. That's has, all they care about right now. It has now. to be perfect. No. My writer brain's like, no, he's right. <laughs> 
And literally, he could just fill it with actual lies, and nobody would know, and they couldn't sue him, as long as he doesn't say, like, he heard stuff he didn't hear. Mm -hmm. Just say you took a dump on her, like, anything. Right? You know, I'm pooping all over the lawn. They're going to have to go search for it. It's going to be hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That would have been... What a lost opportunity. You can just meme them so hard, and everyone will believe you. God. Everything's, Come on. everything's so easy. This kid doesn't have enough prank in him. <laughs> this teenage boy isn't yeah. willing to prank all of London by writing a book just filled with nonsense. Someone pranked him once and it scarred him <laughs> for life. He's like, I can't. It has to be true political gossip. The only time my dad could afford to take me to a restaurant, I went to pour out the salt and the lid came off because someone had loosened it. And, and I my cried. Food was so salty, I couldn't eat. And I cried, and then I became salty. <laughs> yeah, and I cried, and the food became even more that, salty. That's his villainous origin story. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Charles Dickens requests to see the boy in prison before he got out. God, I knew he was going to show up. Of course, I knew he was going to show up. That little sleaze, that little nerd. That's so gross. Calling him the palace victim. Okay, he's the victim. Okay, sure. The trespasser. Uh huh. Go on. And and Dickens thinks, like, the papers keep saying he's super smart or whatever, and he's like, he can't be that smart. Okay. Which is part of why he wants to interview him. Okay, Charles Dickens. (laughs) Tell me again about how not smart he is. And apparently he did meet with him. Um, He, like, basically, like, used influence. I guess Charles Dickens was allowed to just walk into most prisons and talk to people. (laughs) Yeah. Because of his status. But, uh... Even then, they're like, Charles Dickens wants to... Okay, yeah. I mean, fine. Sure. Uh, He wasn't given full reign on this prison specifically, but he had enough connections, they just let him in anyway. Um, What year is this, by the way? This is, like, uh, I think it's the late 30s. 1830s. Okay. Um... But apparently he does meet with him, and he references him multiple times in his different works mm-hmm. over the years. But he doesn't write down what happened at this meeting, uh. which presumes to me that it was just very boring. <laughs> okay. um, because as I have read previously about when people have met with the boy Jones, he doesn't answer their questions. He just kind of glares at them. He's very rude and, like, doesn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. So it, it, And it doesn't seem to matter to him who it is. Because the last one was, like, the guy who wrote Last of the Mohicans. So it's, like, right. famous authors are trying to talk to him People when try. he wants to be a writer. They're trying so hard. And he won't even talk to them. And I'm just like, dude, you could have your name on the front of this book with Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. And you just won't. And you just won't. Which is why I can't feel bad for him. Because I'm like, you have so many opportunities just from being a little criminal, terrible creep. Right. That nobody does, and you won't take any of them because you're just obstinate. Because <laughs> you're a, a rude little boy, I guess. Is there, like, some mental thing going on with him, or is he just, like, a butthead? Maybe. Like, they don't mention as far as, like, any mental health, any problems he has or anything. I mean, he's clearly, like, starving, and he's got some sort of issue. <laughs> Extremely stressed. Because why does he keep stalking people and breaking the palace? Like, he's got something going on. Mm-hmm. But, like, nothing that we know of specifically that would make him be, like, this difficult yeah. comparatively to, like, everyone else who's basically in the same situation. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> I think It's just like he has—I think it's that, like, he has such dreams of grandeur that this isn't where he should be, mm-hmm. that he's not willing to put in the effort sure. to get himself out of it. Which it sounds like he could. Yeah. Uh, and I'll have more, like, obvious evidence of that soon, of, like, people offering him a lot of things, and he just won't take anything. No, I deserve it by right. 
uh, like Madame Tussauds, offered to model him in clay. Wow. Uh, and put him next to some murderers. And he was like, no. <laughs> I mean, okay. And she was, yeah. like, going to pay for the right to do that. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. Because, like, the image wasn't good enough. Probably he didn't want to be next to the murderers. I don't know. But like, you know, lean Who into cares? it. This is now, this isn't you anymore. This is you like. You are the product. You're the product. Do it. He's, uh, you're basically an influencer. Just commit to it. Do it. People want to pay for your image. They want to pay to sculpt you. They want to, they're paying for your story. People Come on. Hundreds of years in the future are looking at you like, listen, you got to lean in. Listen. You need you to lean. You can get lean. such good sponsorships if you just do this. <laughs> Put on a meat dress and sing. <laughs> you are the product. They lose their minds. Come on. Uh, Henry Jones, who is Edward's dad, mm-hmm. um, really is receiving some of the worst of it, though, I think, oh, comparatively. Yeah. Um, he In the, all the papers, they just crap on him for being a bad dad, which is like, I mean, he got out of prison, and he's like trying— or, like, the first time, and he's mm-hmm. trying his best to, like, you know, go to the, like, palace to be like, please don't put him in prison again. Yeah. So I'm like, and he's got six other kids that are younger. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't think he could be doing a lot else. Like, it, what, I think he's doing his best. I, how old is uh, the boy? Um, I think now he's, point? like, 17. Like, That's... he's, he's like, a, like a, considered an adult. The, he's yeah. not technically an adult. He's but... an adult, though. Yeah. Like... He's a, he's a upper teens. <laughs> Listen, people are, like, going to sea to work as sailors at 12. You're an adult. Yeah. At 17. But, yeah, all the papers in the government are, like, you're a bad dad. And the journalists are paying him off for information about his son and also, like, boozing him up real hard to get him to talk, um, which is, like... Of course he's going to do it because he's poor and he's mm-hmm. got, like, this many kids. And this is, like, something where he can make some extra money. He owes debt still for paying for his kid's lawyer. Uh-huh. Um, but it just, like, puts him in a horrible position. And I'm just like, this is so upsetting. <laughs> like, I feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Not for this nasty little boy yeah. who won't do anything. One night he gets arrested, uh, Henry, for disorderly conduct while he's, like, drunk and, like, yelling at people in the street. Mm-hmm. And... The police are like, "Why? Are, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this?" And he says um, that he's trying to go visit his son because it's while he's still in prison. Mm. Uh, they don't send him to prison; they give him a fine, which yeah. is worse um, because he doesn't have money. So great! <laughs> it's, uh, it's not an easy Love life that. being a poor person in the old days. No, and especially when you've got this son who's just making it more difficult for you and then not helping in any way. Then yeah. I'm just like, you are really not contributing to what's going on here. Uh, he had a nice job that he just left to go sneak into the palace because he's just bored. Bored. He worked for an apothecary. Wanna, yeah, like, that's... Pretty, How dare you? pretty good. <laughs> you work for the pharmacy. Pharmacy jobs are always good. Stop. You're basically a doctor. Stop. Come on. And he's like, I want to write. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Do that when you make some money, okay? Mm-hmm. Then you can write in your spare time. I'm like, you're not even doing it now. So You're still not even doing that. So, like, what's the point? Terrible. Um, his mother, Mary, uh, somehow prefers him over all her other children, mm. uh, presumably because he's the oldest. So she's just had him the longest, sure. I guess. Um, so she, like, the third time he goes to prison, she, like, almost goes into shock mm. because of it. So it's pretty bad for everybody, which is problem because not only is she home taking care of with the kids, but she also works. So it's, you know, <laughs> they're barely holding on. Uh-huh. Um, a journalist offers them hope because he wants to help Edward write a book about his stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he meets Edward, and as per usual, Edward is rude, non-communicative, difficult, 
and just the worst. I, at some point, as the the family, I'd be like, "What if we just lie about it?" Yeah, um, and take the money anyway. Right. Just, like, <laughs> just Henry himself should just tell them what happened. Right. And just make it up. And just, uh, you know, be like, listen, he only talks to his family. Yeah. So I'll talk to him, and then I'll tell you. I'll, like, relay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. But his dad's too busy doing his hard labor job. <laughs> Don't worry about it's this. It's rough, man. It's rough. Uh, especially because, like, this book could make no money, and then he just wasted all this time and effort for that, that he could have yeah. been working, and it's like, ugh. Which is why the boy should do it. Make the boy do it. Make the boy do it. Make him. Sit him down with a strap. Just, like, time to a chair be like, Stay. you will talk about it. Yes, you have to. Um, so, like I said, after he gets out, he's having a hard time. People are hounding him. And he can't find a job anywhere because nobody wants him to work there because then people are just, like, creeping. And they also, like, they're getting crap for, like, hey, he's breaking into the palace. I'm not going to go to your shop anymore. Right. So nobody will hire him to do any jobs. He gets calls from minor theaters that ask him to, quote, display himself mm-hmm. for four pounds a week, uh, which he owes – his dad owes five pounds for his lawyer. Wow. So, like, that could what? essentially pay for it in a week. Uh, but he won't do it. Ah! Oh, I'm just, so, just hold on. Oh, I'm so... Mm. And a playwright offers him 50 pounds oh my God. to be in a pl- in the play that he wrote, <sighs> um, which his parents obviously say yes to, and then he refuses to do so. Well, like I said, they owe five pounds for his lawyer. Yeah. This guy offered him 50 pounds to just be in a play. Why, why do you, why? And Edward, after they say yes, that he'll do it, Edward says, no, if you put me in this, I'm going to go on stage and just start insulting people and cursing at everyone. Why are you so like? So they can't put him on. Why are you like this? I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> What's wrong with you? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Nothing, because everyone's handing him anything he could want, and he just says no every time. What do you want? Um, it's so ridiculous. Uh, also, that the guy who offered to write that book for him, mm-hmm. or like with him, um, because he was so difficult, ended up just writing a satirical book about it and sold a bunch of copies of it. Yeah, and just said that it was from the kid, basically. Exactly. Like, so he made money on it anyway. Someone and just didn't have to give him any. Someone is going to make money off of you at this point. It no might matter, as well be you. You might as well. Uh, yeah. There's a reason that, like, you know, when. Um, like, people who are in, like, terrible disasters will write a book about it. And part mm-hmm. of that is because, um, you know, like, it helps you get over trauma and everything and also gets your story out there. But, like, you have control over it, mm-hmm. and it's your story. So, right. like, sh- if anyone should be making money from it, it should be you. Yeah. You know? Like, there's I read that book about that girl who it was, like, her her whole family got, like, shipwrecked. Mm-hmm. They were on, like, a yacht. Oh, yeah. And, like, that. they, yeah. like— Like, intentionally, the guy was, was, like, murdering her family. Um, And then she was, like, 10 and was, like, out there for, like, weeks. And so she, she, like, worked with an actual writer Mm -hmm. to, like, write down everything so that it, like, made sense and it flowed, but also was, like, her personal experience. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. And it's really good. (laughs) I can't remember what it's it's called. And I'm sure she made a lot of money. I'm sure if you Google it, it'll come up. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, something on the ocean. Um, And, yeah, I'm sure she made a lot of money from it and uh, deserved, you know. But you go through that something that rough, like, yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, if you're able and wanting to, do it. That is the question. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? And this isn't even traumatic. He is doing crime. <laughs> he did it. It's like. He did it. He did it. <laughs> Optionally. And he's acting like something bad happened to him and mm-hmm. everyone's annoying him. And I'm just like, what? 
I mean, I guess. Come on. I guess like prison maybe wasn't great. Sure. Um, but this you're isn't out. better by just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, it's not helping you in any way. People are trying to throw money at you, and you're just like dodging. Literally, you're just batting it out of the way. And it's like, like, like no. And his parents are still like nice to him after this. I there is no way <laughs> I would no way excommunicate him from our family circle. <laughs> He is only hurting you. He's only costing you money. He's useless. He is an active drain on everything that your family is. And their, has. Their good name, your financial situation. He's threatening to, like, do worse. Everything's bad. Yeah. he's He is literally good. keeping them in debt intentionally. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. No. Terrible. So Henry Jones's landlord, who's always been kind of an ass to him, mm-hmm. and he, like, always hounds them for rent, which they don't have, obviously. Yeah. And, like, especially right now, so it's, like, very annoying. Um, suddenly is, like, really nice to them and being, like, very patient about rent. And mm-hmm. he's, like, this is, like, he's, like, a whole new guy. What's going on? Sure. Um, and he says, you know what? I can get Edward a job uh, if you want. Uh, I mean, you can try. And, I mean, of course, Henry's like, yes, please, because nobody will hire a son. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, I would really like if he had a job. Um, and it, it seems like he wants a job at this point, but no one will hire him instead of, like, he actively doesn't want to do any work. He just doesn't want to do work where he's on display, I guess. But, like, just do what you can, dude. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Suck up your pride or whatever is happening. Um, but anyway, this job is going to be on the sea because mm. that's where you go. When you it, can't find work on land. It is where you go. Uh, on a ship called the Diamond. Oh. I'm sure it's beautiful. The HMS overcompensating. And this ship is going to New Zealand. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so Henry is like, oh, like that's really far away. Yes. And this is my son, you know. But like they offer him a bunch of money and so he's like, okay. And I mean when I say a bunch of money, I mean for him. Mm-hmm. I think they give him like five pounds. So like yeah. pays his lawyer debt and <laughs> he's like okay and then he's like yeah i'll i'll bring him to the port tomorrow and they're like no no we're taking him right now yeah and he's like oh okay well i'll come and like see him off tomorrow and they're like you should not come you are very ugly dressed and like the captain might not want him if they see you and how poor and sad you are are they gonna kidnap the boy <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't think he's gonna have his kidneys after this and so then Henry's like, okay, but, like, he is upset by that, doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. So he goes home, though, because he's like, well, I don't know what to do about this. He's a pretty indecisive dude, and he's very poor. So, like, you know, he doesn't want to lose this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right. But he goes home, and his landlord, like, doesn't come back for, like, many days. And so then he's like, ah, what? And he goes back to that, like, area, like, that port town, and is like, hey, um, What's going on with the ship? Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, you mean the emigrant ship? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, um, no. I don't. Is it? And then I'm like, did you just human traffic your child? I, I think <laughs> I. it's a little incredible to oh, me no. that you didn't pick up on this, sir. Oh, no. And so then a few days later, he gets a letter from Cork, mm-hmm. which is in Ireland. Yeah. And he left his son... In Gravesend, which is, like, on the outskirts of London. I mean, yeah, okay. So, like, that's farther away. Um, and he was supposed to leave from Gravesend. Uh-huh. Like, that's where they were supposed to um, depart from in the port. But this letter's from Ireland. So then he's like, what? Uh, and the letter, he basically says, yeah, I'm in Cork because the boat moved over here. I'm leaving from here. 
you know, see you later. Uh, also, like, tell my siblings I love them and stuff. But, like, earlier they mentioned he, like, hates his siblings. Mm. So he's like, I love them. Tell them I love them. And I'm like, uh, I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't sound like him. <laughs> I, he'd be like, tell, I don't know, what, uh, like, steward to go suck it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. There's no way. He's like, tell him I love them. Oh, I wish I was in the queen's house <laughs> again. Yeah. That uh, might, then you'd be like, oh, okay. That sounds like him. Okay. Um. Really, the Home Office is what it's called, uh, a governmental agency of the UK, hired William James, their landlord, to work with the police to get him out of the country. Nice. Nice. And I was like, are you joking? Like, that's amazing. (laughs) But they're like, can you get this nasty boy onto this ship so he will leave us alone forever? Sketchy as hell. Here's money. Keep whatever's left over. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, like, why wouldn't he just kill that kid? I, Keep all the money. He's a yeah. landlord. <laughs> he's a he's a landlord. Like um, the scummiest. A very very nice of you not to murder the child. Immediately. Um, but you know, I mean, maybe he did. <laughs> maybe he did. <laughs> uh, we'll get. We'll see. Um, but so they they he doesn't at least not yet. They go to ship captain and they're like, you know, take this nasty boy. And at first he was like, sure. And then he sees him and recognizes him and goes, hell no, absolutely not. I'm not taking this palace breaking in grubby kid on my boat where he's gonna be trapped. Uh, he breaks into the palace when he's not trapped. Right. What are you gonna do on the boat? We're gonna have to keel haul him all the way to New Zealand. I'm gonna kill him. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely gonna kill this so they're boy. Like, he's not going on my boat, Mm-mm. even though they're bribing him to take him. No, no money in the world. And so then they're like, "What do we do?" Um, because we could kill the boy if <laughs> if we don't get him on a boat. The crown's going to be mad. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy won't take him. So, like, I don't know what to do. So they go back to the London office and go, hey, what do we do? He won't take him. And they say, give him all of the money. We don't care how much it costs. Get the boy on the boat. And they go, okay. Was there only one boat? Nope. I... This this was the one they wanted. So they go back, and the captain's still like, I will not take this boy. I don't care how much money you give me. It's my boat, and I won't, won't do it. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like, what do you do? When this ship captain that you want to take the boy will not take boy. Um, get a different captain or blackmail the captain. Mm. What if you instead... I would maybe just kill the boy. Go to the pub <laughs> and you hire an Irishman to be the boy and put him on the boat. Wow. And he just loudly will proclaim that he is the boy. So the crown <laughs> thinks you did your job. I'm the boy. I am the boy. I broke into the palace. I'm, excuse me, sir. You appear to be extremely <laughs> Irish. Are you sure you're the boy? I really am. I'm, He's like doing a really bad English accent. I'm boy. Yes. I am the boy. I'm born a dog. <laughs> she becomes Bane. <laughs> Irish Bane. Um, I was born in Belfast. <laughs> Molded by Oh, it. no. But they're like, he's from London. <laughs> he's like, oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, so they hire an Irishman, uh, an Irish boy. Uh-huh. And they say, you're going to go on this diamond in the boat, and you're going to pretend to be the boy. Here's the money. And he says, okay. And so he does. This is so strange to me because you're still spending money. Yep. But in the most ridiculous way. Yes. And the boy is still here. You still have your current problem. Um, the queen is going to find <laughs> out. solve nothing. She's going to find out, and now you lied to her. And so on, on the boat, all the people are like, wow, did you know this guy broke in the palace? Pretty cool. Mm. And then he gets to Australia, and he's like, isn't it cool I broke in the palace? And then <laughs> journalists are like, that's not the right one. That's not the boy. 
I don't he's think he's lying. Like obviously, like what's he saying doesn't match anything the kid used to say. <laughs> it's like and, a, uh, he's a Irish, fifty-seven-year-old Irishman. So that's not the boy. That's not the boy. One hundred percent wrong. Uh, not even close. Uh, but they still have the boy problem. Yeah, you know. So uh, what do you do? Mm. So, literally didn't solve anything by doing that. Is that was that just the landlord's plan, or was that like the police's? plan. I think it's the landlord's plan. He's like working with a they call him like a politician or something. Oh. But it's just like an agent kind of guy. It's not like the actual police, mm-hmm. I guess, because it's like a government guy. Sure. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's very confusing. So, they sold the boy and they're like, "What do we do? Uh, I guess we find a new p- ship to put him on cuz he still got to get this boy on a boat." It's yeah. just not that one. That just basically that was just like time delay. Mm. You know, the queen won't be mad if she thinks he's on a boat right now, and we'll still get him on a boat. Right. It's just gonna take a little bit longer, and she's mad about it. So mm-hmm. we just gotta lie. So they're like, you know what we need to do? We need to go to the sketchiest parts of England so that we can find a sketchy captain who's gonna take this kid. Uh, sure. So they go to Bristol. <laughs> And nobody will take him. Oh, no. And they go to Plymouth, Mm. and nobody will take him. And then finally, they end up in good old nasty little Liverpool, and they're like, there's going to be a man here. Like, is it Liverpool? (laughs) Hell yeah. And I'm not saying these places are nasty necessarily. Uh, I'm just saying that was their plan. At the time. And it did work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They went, and it worked. They went to where they thought it was grossest, which were these three places. Mm -hmm. And Liverpool is the one that worked. Yep. So they go to Liverpool, and they find Captain Ramsey of the Tiber. Okay. And he says they'll take him. But they're still worried because they haven't showed him the boy, which was the problem last time. Mm -hmm. They just described the boy. And so they're like, he might recognize him when he sees him and then not want to do it, just like mm-hmm. last time. So we need a plan for how to not recognize him. Shave the boy. They buy him a wig. Oh, well, you know. And they push him on the boat, and then he says, why is he wearing a wig? Because it's really bad wig. It's a really bad wig. And uh, they go, oh, his ringworm on his head. <laughs> okay. And the guy, the captain says, great. <laughs> <laughs> great. Even though ringworm uh, is contagious, Okay. I feel like they shouldn't want him. But they accept that. <laughs> that makes sense. That's a normal reason to have a wig. Off topic, um, mm-hmm. I was ragging on male horror writers. Sure. Uh, specifically the pastime. white, straight, cis ones. Uh, of course. Um, and have you ever seen a picture of Dean Koontz? No. Oh, boy, we got to do that sometime. Because <laughs> th- there are old pictures of him where he kind of just looks like a dad. You know, he's got sure. a little mustache, you know, receding hairline. But nowadays... He has this wig. Oh, no. It's like a helmet. Oh, no. Like a a golden red helmet, like a big, like, 60s disco queen helmet. It's nasty. That's terrible. That's what I'm picturing. That's like I... uh... I went downstairs one day, and Alyssa was watching Wheel of Fortune, but, like, mm-hmm. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And Tony Hawk was on. Oh. And, you know, every, like, there's that, like, meme about nobody recognizes Tony Hawk anymore. You <laughs> yeah. know, they're always like, oh, you know. What and they, like, make Tony references. Hawk, yeah. But, like, wh- wh- who are you? You know, you look like him. And he's like, it's me. Um, but I understand because he was on Wheel of Fortune, and he his hair was essentially a helmet. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and he looks nothing like himself and it's upsetting to me and I was like cut your hair you know I understand <laughs> that maybe you don't want to be skater boy anymore you're like an old man yeah. so like maybe you don't want but I feel like if you had skater boy haircut everyone would know who you are that is skater boy haircut no it, not in the way he was doing it L- this when was you- like your mom did your hair for school pictures when you're 13 and it's the 80s listen when you wear a helmet <laughs> all your life it starts to grow in a certain yeah, pattern how it, goes. it starts to grow it shorter <laughs> Don't let it go you there. Shave it off. <laughs> it's too I late. promise, if he cut his hair, they mm-hmm. would know who he was. Yeah, because he he has like pretty distinguishable look that I feel like you should know. You can recognize him. Sure. I think they're just thrown off by that he's old, which is fair, and the hair, which is fair. I feel so. like I wouldn't recognize him unless he was wearing like. Knee and elbow pads and a helmet. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be skater boy. Uh, if you want to yeah. be recognized, just stick to your brand. <laughs> yeah, stick to your brand. It's your own fault. No, I'm <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> um, so the ship he's being put on, uh, the Tiber, is going to Bahia, Brazil. Mm. Uh, and they accepted the boy, so he's out of here. Have fun in Brazil, boy. Bye. Uh, probably bad. Probably not fun. <laughs> Who's going to be the boys from Brazil? <laughs> this boy. <laughs> this boy. So Henry James is desperately trying to find out what happened to his kid because he has no idea. Uh, no one will tell him. Mm. And then he gets a letter from Liverpool in December when uh, the last letter he got was in July. Um, says, hey, I'm back and I hate boats. So he thinks that <laughs> one's actually from his son. <laughs> that one seems more like Jones. Yeah, yeah, that seems like his actual son. Um, and then the boy Jones makes it home. And his dad's able to find him a job for a tobacconist, mm-hmm. um, which is a great word. <laughs> I've just learned. Tobacconist. Tobacconist. I was just like, tobaccoist? And it was like, no, we put an N in there to make it easier to pronounce. And I'm like, interesting. Tobacconist. <laughs> yes. Um, and he gets a whole, like a year contract to work at this place. Oh, wow. Um, so it's good. Good news. And he seems much happier, and he's willing to actually work because he hated boat life so much that he's like, you know what? Jobs are okay. <laughs> you know, the thing about boat life is that... If you're not going to be a lifelong boat life, yeah, uh, it is just so great to not be on the boat. <laughs> it's like it's sort of like when people go into the military, yeah, and then, yeah. you know, to like straighten themselves out, and then it's like, isn't everything better when you're just not in the military? Right? You know? You're like, isn't it better when you're just a free citizen and you don't have to potentially shoot people? Isn't it great that like no one's yelling at you. <laughs> isn't it great when you can just be on land and like enjoy life? You, you can do what you want. Just go, like go to your job. He's like, I'd love to run errands. <laughs> Just that aren't on this boat. Uh, imagine like sleeping sometimes. And it's not rocking. Oh man. Imagine not like puking your guts Every out. Every day. Every day. <laughs> so he starts running errands for the tobacconist, but then um, he starts to notice like men who are dressed kind of like sailors are like creepily staring at him. Oh my god. And he feels like they're following him. Oh no. And so then he's like, hey, could I be employed like in the shop instead of yeah. doing the errands because people are creeping on me. And to his credit, the tobacconist does not see this, mm-hmm. um, but allows him to anyway. Sure. Uh, apparently, he's working out enough that he doesn't care. He's like, yeah, okay, you can work <laughs> in the shop. People who are obviously, like, with the CIA of Victorian England are following uh-huh. me in disguises, <laughs> and it's making me nervous. Yep. So then one night he goes home to have his mom uh, fix one of his shirts. Um, because presumably he's not living at home anymore. I think maybe he has lodging at the tobacco place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just disappears. Yeah, they got him. Yeah. <laughs> the government, we got him. We got him. We got him, boys. <laughs> we got him. Hey, Shanghai him once and they're going to do it again. And we'll do it again. And then Henry James receives a letter that says, hey, your son's on my boat headed for America. <laughs> 
and references their skeezy landlord uh. as being like the guy who hooked them up. And Henry's very confused because his son said he hated being on boats. Mm-hmm. His son seemed to be really enjoying his job. And what's going on? And so he's like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> what? Oh, what? And so then he receives another letter. This one's from his son, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But it has weird grammar in it, and he's, like, pretty sure it was dictated. Like, it's in his son's handwriting. Mm. He recognizes his handwriting, but he's, like, he didn't write this. Yeah. Um, and it basically says Edward is going to be on sea for the next four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm. n- not really going to America, or maybe? I think they're going to America first. Sure. But, like, he's going to be a sea boy <laughs> for four years. We're not letting you go back on land, boy. No. You gave up land. So Henry knows what's going on now. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the home office and says, uh, hey, what's going it's, on? I got this um, letter of kidnapping. <laughs> From the government? From the government? Where's my son? And they basically just tell him to go away. Leave us alone. Fair. Uh, We don't want to talk to you. Uh, You know, we couldn't lock our doors the first time, so you don't get to see your son anymore. So, bye. So, So the anti-boy newspapers Mm -hmm. are like, hell yeah, dude, get this boy out of here. (laughs) We got him. We wanted him to die. (laughs) We got him. Like, this is is the best we can get right now. Yeah. And the pro-boy newspapers are like, do we think this is a government conspiracy? <laughs> and for once, they are correct. And for once, they got it. Wow. Not often are, is the government secretly kidnapping people and transporting them out of the country? Correct. It, it, correct. The correct answer. This time, it's right. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, if so, you, <laughs> so Vicky be draconian. She just sneaky about it. She just sneaky about it. You know, just do a little sneaky. Good for her. <laughs> Um, he's described on this boat uh, that he goes on to as being 19, although apparently he's still 18 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 5'4", so he's short. Oh, small um, boy. Small boy. Fair complexion, blue eyes, vaccinated, and single, ladies. So if you're interested, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen and NBs, uh, he's available, except for he's dead. He is small, pocket-sized, and vaccinated. Vaccinated. I know. I saw vaccinated and single, and I was like, these are my requirements. That's all... <laughs> That's all I really need. That's what I need. Single, vaccinated, uh, ready to mingle. You know. But he's 18 at the time, so ew. But also he's dead. So. He's. Double ew. I mean, technically, he's like, what, like 180 now, or something? Now, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's also dead. But so. he's also dead. Gross. Um, well, I mean, if he's 100 and whatever, <laughs> yeah. he's probably dead. You'd hope. You don't want to be alive uh, that long. He's a vampire. But Could a, be. But a vaccinated vampire. <laughs> but vaccinated from smallpox. He can't mm-hmm. get it. Can't get it. Because of the vampirism. (laughs) Um, In October 1842, they come back uh, into Portsmouth, England. I say England because we also have a Portsmouth in America, and he was just in America, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to be specific. Um, And the boy gets off the ship to do some shopping. Um, But really, he sells his jacket to a guy for his jacket and then runs away. And then they're like, where did he go? I can't believe they let him off the ship. He's been, like, behaving. And, like, no. he's been a good ship boy. And it, so they're like, you know. It doesn't matter. He's just buying some snacks. He's not here <laughs> because it's his job. <laughs> no. He's here because he got kidnapped by the government. It's true. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you letting him go? You can't let him off the ship. And the guy who let him go is like, oh, I just, I thought he'd be cool. <laughs> No. So at least he's, like, charismatic, I guess, some of them. I guess, like, you can let him off the ship, but not in England. N- exactly. 
Like, not, not at home. Not at, probably not anywhere in Europe, even. Yeah, he's, he, uh, the map tells me that he is, like, an hour and a half drive away from London. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, maybe going to take him a day or two. Yeah. But, um, but like that's could, not very far away. He could walk it. <laughs> yeah. Short enough that he could walk. That he could walk. So they, the, you know, the ship captain's like, uh-oh. And so then they call <laughs> London or, like, hey, the boy got away. Hey. And we're in England, so uh, he might be coming from Portsmouth. We lost him. He's coming back. And so they increase the guards at the palace as if they're being invaded, <laughs> like, to that level. Oh, my God. At Buckingham Palace. <laughs> and then also they leave police at his father's house and uh, at the tobacconist place. This is this so tobacco much. shop to get him. This is so much. They're gonna get him for someone who doesn't have an active like warrant on their head. Who at this point hasn't broken into the palace in years. Yeah. Um. Hmm. You know, even okay. in my mind though, I'm like he's he would do it again. <laughs> uh. So then days and then weeks go by and no one's seen him, mm-hmm. which is so creepy because like maybe he is in the palace. Right? Oh, my gosh. Like, you're right. You're right. Is that, is that scary? It's like when you don't see him anywhere, you're like, uh-oh. Did, did we miss him? Is he actually in the palace? Could, but also you could just be anywhere. He could be anywhere. Literally. That's why it's so scary. <laughs> On October 18th, uh, apparently they spot him going into his dad's house, so they arrest him. I don't know for what. Uh, maybe abandoning his job? Sure. But, like, I don't think he's committed any crimes that would warrant being arrested right now. Yeah. So I'm like, I'd love to know why. Um, I mean, I know why, but, you know, I'd love to know the excuse. Uh, And then they ask him um, why he went home, and he basically said the other sailors were bullying him. So That's what they do. It wasn't fun. (laughs) He's like, they're mean to me, and it's like, yeah. It wasn't a pleasure cruise. That's normal. I don't know what to tell you. They're all nasty. That's why they're on the boat in the first place. Um, (laughs) They were well-adjusted, normal humans. They wouldn't be on the boat. But also, he... He says, okay, just put me on the boat. I'd rather go there than prison. So uh, they're like, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize those were my options. Sounds good. They're like, yeah, those yeah. are the boat options. Boat or prison. He's like, I'll choose boat. Um, freedom on the boat. And also, uh, once again, Jan uses the word corpulent, which I don't mm-hmm. like. And I'm like, uh, your anti-fatness is he's just, annoying to me. Oh, he's just been waiting. But especially when... This kid was skin and bones from being in prison, and now he, like, put on some weight, and then he's calling him corpulent. And I'm like, first of all, if you're poor and starving, good for you for being fat. <laughs> good for you. At any yeah. point. And second of all, like, this might be a strategy because he's worried he might go back to prison. Mm-hmm. So then, like, at least you can survive longer and not be starving. Right. It's like and calling, not just die slowly. Calling a bear that's about to hibernate corpulent. Yeah. It's like this is blubber. Are you joking? What are you talking about? So yeah, I think he just likes the. I think he just googled words that like mean fat, and he likes how fancy corpulent sounds. Found and doesn't maybe realize how rude it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, found the thesaurus. This is the this is the most fair time for you to be fat. Yeah, when you're starving, especially if it's been like for safety, working on a ship. Like yeah, he might not even be fat. Is he just bigger? Did he just get? Large. Swole. He got swole. <laughs> is he swole? And he's like, he's fat. He's real fat, though. No, he's just larger. Are you looking at his BMI? You didn't factor in muscle mass? Hmm. Yeah. Were you there, <laughs> Mr. Author? Did you do the pinch test? All I want right now is for, I wish there was a mission in Assassin's Creed Syndicate where you had to catch this boy in the palace. I'm so upset 
that they, that is not in the game. They super underutilized the palace in that game. When you already have to go in there, I would love if you had to, you had to break in there to be sneak, and mm-hmm. then you see, like, nasty little black footprints going in, yes. and you're like, what is that? Yes. And then you find that little nasty boy, and then you make him an assassin. Right. He becomes your little apprentice nasty yeah. boy. Except for he wouldn't because he's useless. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so the newspaper criticized this you know, an additional kidnapping of him. <laughs> a a, a new time. <laughs> the third kidnapping. Um, by saying, are we in England or in Russia? Uh, which I find hilarious because this is pre-communist <laughs> Russia. And already they're like, what is this, Russia? What are we, Russia? <laughs> we just kidnap people off the street? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. guess. This one. Just this kid, I guess. But, I mean, if they're doing it to this kid, why wouldn't they do it to other people? What a time to point at other... <laughs> Other equally empiric <laughs> countries and be like, what are we hey, like? Hey, but we have parliament and respect and we vote for stuff. Okay. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay, the yeah. empire, the Long. greatest empire since Rome. Shut up. Yeah, from, from us, like, <laughs> Americans, you know, being like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Queen Vicky's not definitely totally in charge of everything that Great. happens. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Listen, when you're the empire, yeah. you got to be able to know you're the empire. Remember how they, like, took away his due process the first time? Like, after the first time because he won? Yeah. So they were like, well, we can't do that again. Well. If he's just going to win. What's the point? Well, that was a mistake. That didn't work. He's going to regret that. Guess what? Now you're tried by the government. <laughs> now you're tried. You're an enemy of the state. And we said no more. Get back on the boat. Uh, I should have locked the doors. So he gets back on his boat. This time he's on the war spite. Um, it's his new boat. What does that mean? They are, in spite of war, they are on the boat. I don't know. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> but that's the boat. And uh, we don't know a lot about this time. It's just him bumming around on a boat for a few years. Um, he apparently one time jumped overboard, presumably just to feel alive. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> it God. Sounds like. Oh, my he God. He says he fell. Uh-huh. Um, Pushed. But, but some of the sailors said that the person who shouted man overboard was him as he fell overboard <laughs> intentionally. <laughs> so... Uh, what a move. I was like, what a power move. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man overboard. <laughs> overboard. Exactly. Like, what? What? And they're like, oh, there is someone overboard. Oh. And I mean, he like immediately swam to a buoy. So it doesn't seem like he was, because part of that was like, is he trying to kill himself? And they're like, no, it seems like he's just goofing off. Yeah. But it seems like he's doing it intentionally. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he fell. Why would he swim straight to the buoy immediately? I just, I don't know. I feel like that's weird. They should have... Uh, I mean, con- smart, but weird. like conscripted him into the navy, probably. Because like, because then if he tries this, they can execute. They can execute oh, him for like yeah. abandoning his post yeah. and like treason. Right. There's so much more punishment options if he's employed by the government in the military. I don't know why they're doing this like weird commercial vessel pussyfooting around. Yeah. I don't know. I also am like, why don't they just send him to Australia? I don't understand <laughs> why we're doing this. Think of all the things he could break into and I'm in like, Australia. And I was like, maybe it's just, maybe it's because he was a child still. He wasn't an adult technically. Has but that like, stopped that? He was an adult by the time he came back this time. Yeah. So they could have, presumably. Maybe it's because he hasn't actually committed a crime yet. But again, I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know why that would stop you. Yeah. I mean, once again, make trespassing a crime. <laughs> like, Please. how is it not a crime? How are they not doing that? How is that not the first thing they do when he leaves? They're like, okay, now it's a crime. Okay. So if he does it again, crime, Australia. Clearly, we don't want anyone to do that. <laughs> it's a crime. 
So they get, uh, his boat gets anchored in Athens, and he swims to shore. Uh, but they catch him pretty easily. <laughs> they have a Bear boat. boat. They just, like, row out to him. They're like, what are you doing? And then they make jokes about him, like, oh, I bet he's trying to break into King Otto's place in Greece. <laughs> I you mean, know? wouldn't you make the joke all the time? Yeah, I mean, that's probably what the bullying, quote-unquote, is. That yeah. they're like, lol, you going to break into the White House, you know? And I'd he's bully like, him con- every day. Of course you would. It's mm-hmm. so easy. <laughs> so It's so easy, and it sounds like he's kind it's of— It's what I'm doing right now. He's a little twerp. <laughs> I'm bullying him, and he's— dead. We've been doing it for like an hour. <laughs> Why wouldn't I bully him? Um, and then he switches ships to the inconsistent. Oh, come on. Where they finally promote him. He's now an actual seaman. Okay. Before he was, I don't know, a prisoner? And they're like, now you have a job. <laughs> we pay you. We pay you now. He was like a ship boy and now yeah. he's a seaman. Mm. And then after that, um, they he gets transferred to the Harlequin. Okay. Another boat. Better than what was it? The inconsistent. The inconsistent. Why would you name a boat? Or sorry, that? the inconstant. It's oh. still the same, basically. <laughs> it's in, the incontinent. Yeah. <laughs> put and poop very put much. Put a diaper on her. Um, Welcome to the poop deck. And then in October 1847, Henry and Mary Jones beg the Lord of uh, Admiralty to send their son, who is now 23, oh my God. home, because he's been out at sea for five and a half years. So they're like, hey, government, could we have our son back? Like, I know he was a brat, but, like, now he's an adult. And, like, he hasn't done anything in a long time. Gosh, you know what's wild about my recent obsessions is that I think I know who the Lord of the Admiralty is. (laughs) (laughs) Who is it? No, I'm not going to say it in case I'm wrong. I might be wrong. Say it. No, I might be wrong. I don't know who it is. It just said Lord of Admiralty. Mm -hmm. And um, reluctantly, they agree. And they get him off the Harlequin, and they give him free passage back to London. Like, I, I guess. Sure. Sure. And then in September 1848, a man in sailor's attire is caught stealing goods mm. who identifies himself as John Frost. Mm. And uh, after they convict him for theft, uh, somebody from the police force recognizes him and says, Hey, boy, Jones. <laughs> oh, hey, boy. And he goes, No. No, no. I am John Frost. I'm, I'm definitely not. That boy that you're talking about. I'm the John Frost. So don't even ask. And uh, don't even worry about it. They're like, we know it's you, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Just because you grew up doesn't mean I haven't seen your face like a lot. And now, finally, they're like, guess what? It's prison colony. (laughs) We got him. Get out of (laughs) here. We got him. He committed a crime again. Oh. So now they're sending him to Australia. Biatch. Well, great. They send him on the Pyrenees, which is a boat, mm-hmm. and convict, a uh, convict boat. And uh, on January 31st, 1853, he's out of here. Wow, 53, huh? So it takes like a few years. Yeah, he just kind of sits in jail for like a couple years. Because normally when they send him, I guess it takes a long time for them to get processed to actually go to Australia. Oh, so they just kind of hang And out. instead of that, they just kept him in jail and then got him out immediately. Um... They're ready. They're like, we've They're had like we're papers. waiting for the boat to be ready. We won't let him out if the boat's not going yeah. right now, this mm-hmm. second, because he'll get away. So, But otherwise, we've had your papers ready for years. Get him out of here. Like a decade. <laughs> we're ready. Yeah. You shouldn't have committed a crime. You yeah. know you can't commit crimes. Um, when there's a warrant out for you, you can't commit crimes. 
And you also, can't. like, when the government clearly has a thing against you. You cannot. You. Why did he come back? Just, you could have been anywhere. What's so Stay great? Stay in America. What is so Go great? Go to Brazil. About England. Go to Athens. Apparently he also stopped in Morocco. Go anywhere else. Right? What? Make them mad. London. And then move on. He's just obsessed with the palace, dude. He's got to go back. Is it still the palace? Is he I don't act- know. Like, yeah, I don't he know what it is. He might have run out of it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> what is it? Maybe just his family now. Maybe he, like, cares about his family now. I don't know. He's, like, growing up. He's like, you know. He's when not, like, a teenage twerp anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, actually, like, reformed a bit and... He sure he he stole, but only in the way that like everyone poor probably steals. Yeah. So like, it's, yeah, this just seems like, a, you know, survival crime. I'm yeah. not mad about that. Like I can't be mad if someone's like stealing food. Right. I can be mad if they're creeping on ro- babies. Mm-hmm. Royal or not, I don't want you to creep on babies. Stop creeping on babies. It's upsetting. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I don't know if this is the end, question mark, because there's still more book, mm-hmm. but I don't know if anything else interesting happens in book. I mean, I'm so, I'm waiting for him to, like, break out of Australia. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to read the rest of the book just to see, you know, if there's another episode there, but this might be the last one. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the next time we record if I'm going to continue or not. Sure. Um, but they, But they got him. Australia, he goes. We've been asking for it, and they delivered. Why? Finally. And they're like, thank goodness. Good day, mate. I, I wish he didn't even steal anything. I wish they just pretended he stole stuff and, like, charged him with the crime. Like, it's some, like why? Yeah. Why not fabricate a crime? Because I guess they asked him, like, where are you going with that stuff or whatever? And he's like, oh, uh, Greenwich. And then they're like, he's like, where'd you come from with the stuff? And he's like, Greenwich. <laughs> okay. And he's like, you're under arrest. Boy <laughs> Jones. You sassing me? Are you sassing me? Ridiculous. That's a crime. That's a crime. You're That's, going to Australia. You're going to Australia if you sass. Forever. <laughs> then you're never We're giving you back. the Sweeney Todd, except for you did commit a crime. I um I got bored yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, I thought you were gonna say in this episode I was about to be really In upset. this <laughs> episode I got so bored. I got bored and I stopped listening. But for some reason I ended up on the imager tag for snakes. Ah. Uh, and some of them included pictures of spiders eating snakes. Nope. And it was just like, welcome that. to Australia. No, no, no. Like it's the worst Stop continent doing of all. That. We uh, love you, Australian listeners. <laughs> listeners, you're great. Your um, landmass. Your landmass cursed. Bad. Very cursed. Very. Mm. <laughs> Ancient Indian burial ground. The whole thing. The whole thing. So bad curse. And this is after <laughs> <laughs> humans got there and like ate all of the megafauna. There used to be lizards the size of castles. No. I hate it. Anyway. Anyway, thanks for listening today to the nasty boy turned nasty man Jones. Uh, He grew up and then they put him in Australia. Eventually. Eventually. (laughs) Maybe next episode he'll die. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. Maybe he'll never die. The book won't be interesting enough and I won't continue. Uh, Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, You can email us at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. You can send us ideas. Send us uh, you know, you do reviews for us as well. Send us pictures of your animals. Don't email us reviews. We, I mean, I guess you sort of can, you but like, can sure. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't work as well <laughs> as when you post it on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else where you're just like, hey, this podcast is pretty fun. I like it. 
I like share it. Share it with friends. Share it with history people. You know. You know. What? Whatever. If someone's like, why are you cackling in the street? You're like, oh, this podcast pretty funny. <laughs> Instead of, you know. <laughs> the government kidnapped whatever. him again. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. We got Vicky him. Vicky used a sneaky. <laughs> we got him. Anyway, bye. Bye. Yee. 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 Yee.